95, but we can take it back to 88. Old school. 88, 88, 88. Old school. 88, 88, 88. Uh. I was born in 95, but we can take it back to 88. Old school. 88, 88, 88. 88, 88, 88. Yeah. Heard you like the bow, you don't wanna roll. Where the rippy go? You can't have the hottest weed, but you rock a pro. Caught you with my left eye, rocking baggy clothes. Forget what you what I know is it didn't take away from what you had You black, competition's in the bag Trying to bag, cause you traveling Walking on the court with the ball My car, you dissolve everything that resolves All the dirt that you can stand Can't stand by yourself without a man Well then, guess there's been a change of plan Barcode on the heart to get, baby, I can stand And I gotta have you like that blaze on the fan Slow motion like that blaze on my fan Cause it's funny outside you in the blue <laughs> Like a Navy SEAL You were saying you leave it But you say for real And I was born in 95 But we can take it back to 88 Huh? 88, 88, 88 88, 88 Uh I was born in 95 But we can take it back to 88 88, 88, 88 Yeah 88, 88, 88 Uh We can listen to a little Marvin Gaye A little MJ Why be chillin' in our MJ Since they the latest that they came out Girl, you been killin' since you came out And, and uh to a little Lauren Hill come again When, when, come again <laughs> Since you been chilling with your friends You can knock them out the park, girl Gotta play the fence And now you like, whoa, whoa What you doing? Are we moving too fast? I heard that if you start off first It's worth for the work Because you get to make it last And that's my tactic To make it fantastic Girl, don't get frantic If I say stop <laughs> Cause we can start from the top Start from the top We can start from the top Episode 581. We are slowly approaching 600 episodes on the Live by Terrence Network. I am your host, T Rex Bennett. You can call me T Rex. You can call me Bennett. We're definitely going to rock it tonight on a brand new podcast. One show, one network. Previous listeners that have that have always tuned in to our shows. We don't have turntable Thursdays anymore. I am the king of underground media. No more tailgate crew show. It's just a live by Terrence network. New era. This is our actually our first show, 2018. So I'm putting a date on the show, 2018, our first show. Definitely want to give thanks to everybody, everybody that has tuned in to our shows. The first seven years, this is our seventh year. But this is a new era, new show, new direction, one network. 
So you make sure you tune in anytime we go on the air. You can catch us at livebyterrence.com. Also, our affiliates, Blog Talk Radio, College Underground Radio, Desert Storm Radio. Shout out to Grind Heart Radio. And please be kind to go to the iTunes and leave us a review on our podcast so we can get our podcast ranked in the top 100 for Apple Podcasts. This podcast has done a lot of great things in the community and worldwide, not just for artists, but just people of all walks of life. Our podcast is brought to you by New Mind Productions. Father, I stretch my hands to thee. Stage play that's coming up this month. If you are in the Atlanta area or the metro Atlanta area, South 1, you make sure you go to www.newmindproduction.com. That's N-U-M-I-N-D production.com. Purchase your tickets. T-Rex is in the play. Uh, If you're watching uh, the live feed on Facebook, this is a flyer for the play. It's going to be a great play. You need to come check it out. We'll have the cast of this gospel stage play on next week. So you make sure you check it out. We got a lot of hot topics coming up. Uh, One thing I want us to talk about is the flu season. It's it's crazy out here. Uh, Our family has been hit hard with the flu and respiratory infections. I have one myself. So y'all had to bear with me if I start breathing hard like a uh, Southern Baptist preacher <laughs> on a Sunday morning. <laughs> but, yeah, the flu is bad. All jokes aside, I don't think that shot is working. I personally don't get the shot, and that's just for my personal beliefs. I, I don't want to get shots or vaccines from the government. That's just how I roll. Uh, I'm a free thinker. If, if you know any free thinkers or open-minded people, very open-minded people, that's how we kind of rolled there. This past Sunday, we had the Super Bowl. The heavily favorite Patriots went down against Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles. That was a great game. Probably one of the best offensive games you will ever see in the NFL because normally when you watch that, you don't see that kind of offensive production. You see a lot of defense. Or you see one team getting blowed out 40, the 20 or 40 to 15 or whatever, you know, some ridiculous scores like that. But for the Super Bowl, the the grandest stage of them all, when you had over 111 million people watching, that was a great offensive game. Salute to Philadelphia Eagles and their organization for bringing it in, their first Super Bowl, their first title since 1960, pre-Super Bowl. I wasn't born then. I don't know how many people that's listening was born in 1960, but if you're a Philadelphia fan, you was born before then. Salute to you. You got to see a second championship, but everybody else probably saw the first one for the first time Sunday. But one thing that kind of struck a chord with me, and that is not just sports, just but any any kind of gathering that causes a riot. It can be for someone that has died or against police brutality. But what I really don't understand is why us as sports fans have to riot after a football game or any kind of sporting event that our team that we cheer for or invest our money in. I don't get it why we had to go tear up stuff. 
I, I find that kind of crazy. People separate that, but oh, they're just celebrating. But then when you when you out there doing it for another cause, it causes a lot of lot more issues. And I just don't get it. I don't get it why you gotta burn your own stuff, smash your own windows, or smash people's cars, or flip cars, or or start fires, or you decide you want to start stealing. I know football is a violent sport. Of course, the doctors, they're going to tie it into that. You're watching violence, so you're going to react to it by causing violence to somebody else. It's To me, it's stupid. It is stupid. I just don't get it. Why do you want to run outside or run down the street or anywhere in your city Smash up some Walmart windows or flip somebody's car over a football game. Now, I can understand. You know what? I can't understand. I'm not, I'm not even going to make that statement that I understand that. It, it has to be something embedded in people's minds to do that. Now, I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm a big sports fan. Big sports fan. Big Auburn fan. People that knows me, I love Auburn. My Stepdaughter goes to Auburn. I have invested in Auburn. Uh, hopefully, my kids get to go to Auburn if they want to. They don't have to, but I, I gave them a little incentive, you know, wink, wink, if they want to go. 2010, Auburn won a national championship. I remember that night. It was a cold 32 degrees, 32 degrees here in Auburn, Alabama. My son and I decided, hmm, game is over. He stayed up and watched the game with me. We got in the car. We went down to Tumas Corner at Auburn University, and we celebrated. It was a joy for that team to win a championship for this area because we are surrounded by a lot of Alabama fans and Georgia fans. So, I could understand you going out and celebrate. Of course, people going to pick at us for rolling the trees and stuff like that down in Auburn. Hey, that's a tradition. They have been doing that for many years, as far as I can remember. But when it comes to destruction, when you feel like you got to go tear up some stuff, what is it about sports that makes fans riot? Is it the alcohol? Is, is it the uh, chemical imbalance? You drink so much alcohol, you just can't rationalize reality? Or you just distracted or brainwashed by stuff that goes on on TV? It's not called for. It's really not called for to go destroy stuff. At any time, violence don't can't destroy violence with violence. That's just no point about it. No point about it. And it, it does just it just, don't get me wrong. It just doesn't happen in the United States. It happens all over the world. People just get out, want to riot, and and just tear stuff up, burn couches. We really need to check ourselves. We, I'm included in this. I'm not singling anybody out because I'm part of the. The, the solution and I'm part of the problem because we are human beings and I know we do crazy stuff and we do stupid stuff and we don't think about it. But at the same time, just think about it. 
let's say I want to go out here and, and go flip over my, my neighbor's car because we won a championship. I'm taking the summer away from my neighbor. That's not anything beneficial about that. Okay, yes, the team won. Yippee. Great. But there's a negative effect to that. And it's just funny how people interact at games or with each other, want to fight each other, or or get all upset because your team loses. Hey, I cheer, I cheer for Auburn. We don't win championship every year. We're not Alabama. We're not the New England Patriots. We have losing seasons. But I do not let any sporting event or anything affect my lifestyle. Now, if my salary was directly tied into those games, then, yeah, I might be more concerned about wanting to voice my opinion, per se, but not going out here smashing windows and and, and, and pitching a tantrum. Even even if we lose, I, I, I don't feel that way. To me, it's just a distraction for me. Three hours on Saturdays for college football and, then of course, the NFL on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays, you know, another three hours. It's a distraction. But I think we have allowed sports, and not just sports, but entertainment, to become our life. Everything is based on what we see. It's like we want to fit in with everybody so we can be approved and, and, and felt wanted. But how long does that last? A feeling comes and goes. Emotion comes and goes. It's like a roller coaster. Do you want to base your life on a variable? It's going to go up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Are you worrying about A-list Hollywood superstar? They decide they want to dye their hair purple and wear one sleeve of a shirt. A lot of people will go out there and do that. This is the kind of world we live in now. That's the new. That That is the new. It's been going on for a while, but it, it just seems like it's getting worse. As the day go by, everybody idolizes other human beings. And then we want to troll everybody when we don't agree with it. I'm on social media every day, and I'm sure you all are on social media every day. It's stuff I see. I be like, man, for real? Are they really posting that or whatever? I just keep going. Why I'm going to feed into that? Why I'm going to throw some negative or negativity into that post and then, and then cause an uproar and everybody trolling? And then you even have people that's crazy enough to come look for you, cause harm to you or your family. You can't let this stuff in, get embedded in you or us. We can't. We can't live by the Facebook and die by the Facebook. It just doesn't work like that. It, it's, it saddens me that we let these entities control us to a certain extent. And then you have people like me that come on the air or the radio and I want to talk, talk some true stuff. And people are going to turn their nose up at me. 
is fine, though. We all are unique. We should all be different. Nine out of ten people doing the same thing because we are not designed the same. We are not. And it's just something we got to remember, y'all. We got to remember that. Yeah, the Joy football game. Go tailgating. If you want to get smashed, get smashed. But do it responsibly. You have to do it responsibly. Cause you got people that look at you. You got your kids that that, that look at you, and you wonder why. Uh, why 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 my son or my daughter doing this and that? Hmm. Why they talking about they idolizing somebody on TV? They looking. They really looking at you. They looking at me. To see how we act to certain situations. And you just had to be careful. Because our kids watch us. Our kids watch everything we do. And you don't want that to be your legacy at all. Not at all. But I like now that I'm taking my time to for the next three to four years. You're going to Florida. Uh, who just got up and left there? And, and to your right, who got up and left? Oh, that was my mom. And wh- why did she walk out and leave? Uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly why, why she walked out, but yeah, it, 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 I, don't, I, I don't know. Jacob, we saw her wearing the Alabama sweater there. Uh, what were those conversations like with her about about where you were going to school? Uh, just, just, uh, we, we had a lot of conversations uh, back and forth about where I should uh, go to school at, but it was like God led me and my gut, and, and God led me in uh, the direction that my heart uh, desired. So I followed along with it. I didn't want to. I couldn't go with my mind. I wanted to go with my heart. So. From there on out, uh, God let me on. He told me to pick my decision that I wanted, and, that, and that's what I choose. Jacob, you, you referenced on Twitter yesterday, I saw the post about how it would have been very emotional. You talked about how you had been crying the night before, agonizing about this decision. Can you just walk us through how you eventually got to this decision and what this process has been like for you? Uh, this process, it been it been great coming along. We've been recruited for a long time, being a top recruit, uh, 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 top priority for a lot of schools. But uh, knowing that uh, I felt out of all schools, I felt more welcome at home and felt like I could make an impact in at the University of Florida. So that was why I felt like that I fit in that and feel like uh, welcome at home and being a family. So that's what I like to take my time to. Now, just imagine you at a ceremony, press conference. You about to make one of the biggest decisions in your life, in your life, which is a good. It's gonna be a good decision, wherever you you decide. And imagine your guardian or your parent or loved one just happen to get upset because you're making a decision based on what's best for you, which is good. I'm not saying you're making a a, a bad decision, and then people get upset. This happened today 
on live TV. National Signing Day. High school seniors signing their letter of intent to go to college to play college football at some of the big programs, of course, the FCS, which is a lower division than Division One and Division Two, Three, NAIA. You have all these student athletes. They sign in their letter to say, hey, I'm coming to school A, school B. And you make a decision to go to a school and your parent or parents get upset and walk away from your announcement on live TV and also in front of the school. This happened today, this morning. Jacob Copeland at Escambia High School in Pensacola, Florida, had a big decision to make. He had three schools that he was looking at going to. One was Alabama, Tennessee, and Florida. Now, if you didn't see the video, the video is out there. ESPN is everywhere right now. I, I mean, it's not even sense for me to even drop where it is. If you just go on any social media and type in Jacob Copeland, you will find the video, audio, news articles. But if you saw the video or watching live on ESPN, you and ESPN too, you saw that you know, he was dressed nice. You know, he, he was ready to make his announcement. You had his mom to the right of him and another family member. They both had on Alabama sweatshirts. And his mom also had on a Tennessee hat or a toboggan or a skull cap. That's why I like to call it a skull cap. So he's, he's already in Florida. And so he decided to put on the Florida Gators hat. Coincidence, the Scambia Gators. He said, oh, I'll, I would just be a Gator through college too. Go to Florida. His mom got up from her seat, was mad and left. And he was just sitting there just wondering. You could just tell he, was, he wasn't vibing off of that. You, know, you had Tom Luganbill and everybody in the, in the ESPN2 studio asking him, who was that? How do you feel about that? And I, one thing I want to say about Jacob, he kept his composure, and he also followed his heart. He said he can't do what his mama want him to do. He only can follow his heart. That takes a lot of guts to say that to your parent. Or your mom and dad, grandma, granddaddy. But the happy ending of this story is she did come back and she gave him a hug. I guess she just got so emotional that you could tell that she did not want him to go to Florida. She wanted him to go to Alabama. Of course, she had on the Alabama sweatshirt. So she gave it away where she wanted him to go. But he kept his composure. And that's something that we can learn from from that high school senior is composure and just be able to just follow your heart follow your dreams you don't have to do what your parents want you to do as far as they trying to live through you you don't have to do that 
follow your dreams. Because when you leave high school, if you decide you want to go in the workforce or continue your education, that is your choice. Don't ever allow somebody to live through you. Because you're going to crash and burn. It, it is just theory. And you can't let that happen. You just cannot let anybody live through you because you're not going to be happy. If somebody's forcing you to play football and you don't want to play football, you're not going to be happy. Now, it doesn't even matter if you are the best player and you end up going pro, making millions of dollars. If it's not in your heart, you're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to like it at all. And it's it, that's a great example. Y'all need to watch that video. It's out there. And I definitely want to give a salute to Jacob. You're going to make Florida very proud. You're going to be a, a good young man. I'm actually going to keep up with you on your social medias and stuff and, and, and reach out to you. Maybe one day we're going to interview you on the show. I found that embarrassing. I was saying earlier that I don't know what I would have done if, if my mom and dad would have got up while I was making a decision based on what I want to do. But I commend him for not falling apart because the cameras were rolling and people was ready to judge him and his mom. At first, I was I was upset because I was like, dang, his mom just bailed out on him like that. I mean, at least he got a free ride. You don't have to worry about anything. And then I was thinking about some jokes. I was like, yeah, Alabama probably paid her. They probably uh, put a down payment on the house or gave her a couple of thousand dollars or more. Because that stuff does go on. Even though I'm making a, a lighthearted joke about it, this situation did look very dire. But now it's good. Mom and everything, they, they, they hugged it out on TV. She was showing compassion toward her son for making that decision to go to Florida. But we do have cricket boosters and schools, and probably my school, uh, University of Alabama in Huntsville, University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa, Auburn University, all these schools, they be giving these people money. They give these families money. Why you think the FBI down here in Auburn checking out Chuck Person, arresting him? Cause they be using they be using these kids. They be taking money so they can fatten their pockets, so they can feel good about themselves. It's a joke. If you can't make your own money, don't try to live through somebody else. But he's I'm gonna check him out. I, I hopefully he might get red shirted coming up season. But Jacob Copeland, hey, you definitely on the Live by Terrence Network radar, and we're gonna follow you, man. Now, what I was talking about earlier about we always want to follow trends. I like to be around people that want to be trendsetters. People that don't want to be part of the crowd. Now, there's nothing wrong being in the crowd sometimes. You know, go to a concert or you, you, or you have a common cause. But at the end of the day, we don't need to follow trends. Why do people follow trends? Well, our brains naturally follow patterns or habits. So we, we are a creature of habits. 
if we watch a hip-hop video or listen to music or watch TV, we pick up on that stuff and we become creature of habits. And so then if you're watching a show or you like this certain song, you're going to go find people that likes the same stuff you like. So then you take it to another level, you want to get approval. Oh, yeah, I like The Walking Dead. Oh, I like The Walking Dead, too. <laughs> I used to watch it. After season two, man, I, I just stopped watching it. There's a lot of shows I don't watch. People look at me slant-eyed or, or sideways and be like, why? Because here, here's my thing. I don't follow trends. Is a show on, I'd rather wait for the whole entire series end. Because I'm the type of person I want to binge watch. I want to sit on my couch or lay in my bed with some food, some beverages. You know, just a day because we should take one day out the week and do absolutely nothing. Give praise or relax. One day out the week, do nothing. So I like to binge watch stuff. So that's why I don't watch a lot of series that's on now. I wait till it, it could be a 10-year run of a show. People have been watching it ever since it, the first episode came on. I'll wait till the very last episode of the whole entire sitcom and then start watching it. Because those cliffhangers, man, they be killing me. <laughs> And I don't like waiting another week, waiting next Wednesday to, uh, to catch such and such. I just, I'll be vibing with that anymore. I, I used to get mad when I was a kid watching a lot of TV, the cartoons, stuff and I had to wait next week or another show to come on. I'm like, man, come on. See, then we don't think we had VCR and stuff. We didn't have DVR and all that great technology that we have today. So it's a lot easier to you know, binge watch stuff now. But I just don't follow trends. We shouldn't follow trends. Because who determines what is in or out? Because you got, again, nine out of ten people saying, well, this is in and this is out. So so if you go the opposite way, you're the crazy one. Have you ever thought about one out of ten might not be the crazy one? That the 9 out of 10 is crazy or something is not clicking right? Have you ever flipped that equation? Because if all of us are supposed to be unique, who is really crazy? <laughs> I mean, for real, who, who, who is really crazy? Is it you or is it the majority? And see, that's how you got to look at it. And I know that Man, just <laughs> as far as I can remember, before going to kindergarten, when you get in kindergarten, everybody got this certain toy or they got this certain lunchbox where if you don't have this lunchbox or this certain toy, you're not cool. You ain't hanging out with us. So, yeah, all that stuff, we get planted in our brains way before we can even rationalize what's going on. And then all of a sudden, we're we carrying that, that with us. Into adulthood, and only oh, oh man, Johnny don't like me, uh, or Jimmy don't want to be my friend because everybody's trying to follow what you're chasing something that you can't catch. 
You're going to always change, which I'm not saying change is bad because change is not bad. But you're going to always follow a trend that is going to lead you somewhere that you probably don't want to go. Now, if you be unique, like we all are designed to be, then you will be special on your own, on your own way. And maybe you can influence other people to be like, hey, I see he's being his own self. He's in his own lane. He's doing this. Maybe I need to really tap in to see what is my gift and not trying to go fulfill somebody else's dream. I want to fulfill my dream. And that's how we should see things. We don't need to follow everybody. Now, if you're spiritual and religious, then you know what you can do about that. But if you sit here trying to follow human, it's not going to work. Because you're not going to find your happiness if you're following somebody else's dream. And to piggyback off of Jacob Copeland, if he said he wanted to go to Alabama and that was his mom's decision, Tuscaloosa is a nice place to live. I've been to Tuscaloosa. Nice place, great atmosphere, college town. I had a lot of kin folks to go there. I went to the, uh, I went there, the school system, as a teacher for a seminar and classes and stuff, and also graduated from UA. But if your heart is not there, you are not going to be happy. And that's just the bottom line of it. You got to keep the focus, though. Keep the focus. Keep the dream alive. And that's just how it needs to be done. Because you are the only one. When you wake up, wake up in the morning or before you go to bed and you look in the mirror, you had to face yourself. Children of the Spirit, we're mystical, we are 
In our hands we hold the key, what the future of this world will be. DesertStormRadio.com, your global DJ network, brought to you by the world-famous DJ Clue. Get on another topic about the Super Bowl. Of course, I am a big JT fan, Justin Timberlake. The halftime show, I've seen a better performance, man. That's my boy, though. I, I, I feel bad saying that. I've been rock- rocking with Justin Timberlake since NSYNC. We'll keep that. We'll keep that on the low there. <laughs> but yeah, I-, I watched the halftime. Cause usually when I watch live live music or, or go to a concert, you get those goosebumps when you hear certain songs and you, you just enjoy it. I didn't feel that. I didn't feel that Sunday. I, I really didn't. People was knocking him about. His outfit, definitely love the Jordans. I only own one pair of Jordans my whole entire lifetime. But I do like the shoes. I like those Jordans. He had all those retro Jordans. But people was trolling him, of course, because his outfit. Uh, he had on a shirt with, with a deer on it. And, and people just need to stop trolling each other. We just need to stop. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, social media has opened up a whole can of, you know what, to allow anybody and everybody to say what they want to say and don't have any kind of identity. Or they hide behind it. Or you know you're not going to travel. Some people are not going to travel to find them or whatever. But, hey, you got people that do. <laughs> you got people, hey, you got some, I know we got keyboard gangsters out here. But hey, you got some real, some real gangsters that that would hop in the car, hop on a plane, and come do their business and wipe their hands and go on about their life. It's people that's about that life. So I don't troll anybody. I like to tell jokes. I feel like I'm a, a improv comedian at times, and I, I like to drop some jokes. I like to drop some little dry humor jokes here and there. I show is. Brought to you by New Mind Productions. You make sure y'all check out this gospel stage play. Father, I stretch my hands to thee. It's coming up this month. Go to newmindproduction.com. It's not N-E-W. It's N-U. Mind. M-I-N-D. Production.com. Purchase your tickets. I have the flyer up here on uh, Facebook Live. You make sure you check it out. General admission is $20. Door admission the day of the play is twenty five. VIP seating is forty dollars. For ticket info, you can dial six seven eight four six five eight six six two. Shout out to Mun Nab. He's the one that's directed and, and directed and wrote this play. And I'm also in the play too. I play Henry Senior in the play. So I'm going to be making my acting debut, speaking-wise, because fun fact, if you didn't know, in 1988, I was in Mississippi burning. 
<laughs> a lot of people don't know that. But make sure y'all check that out. But get back to Justin Timberlake. About people trolling him about his dress and, you know, just the lackluster performance. And I, I agree. It was kind of lackluster, but I still like Justin Timberlake. We have our off days. I get that. If I'm having an off day, I want somebody to tell me that, too. If you don't like my show, tell me that, too. But one thing that people really was getting on getting on him about was the Prince tribute. And, of course, when Prince was gracing us with his, his life, he spoke about virtual reality years ago, years ago, before the millennium came in. Uh, he did an interview back in 1998 with Guitar World, and they was talking about holograms then. Uh, they were just now, you know, getting into doing that kind of technology. And Prince was not a fan of that. And the quote Prince, he was asked about approval or disapproval of the idea of playing with holograms of other certain artists that, that have already passed away and he wanted to do a record with or perform with. And so one of the quotes he said, he said, certainly not. That's the most demonic thing imaginable. Everything is as it is, and it should be. If I was meant to jam with Duke Ellington, we would have lived in the same age. And I'm going to stop there. He makes a good point. If it was meant for him to do, or any of us meant to do anything with someone that passed before we had the opportunity to do it or live in a different era before we had to, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant for me to host a show with Casey Kasem or, or somebody further back then. If it was meant to be then, I would be born in that era. I get that. I, I really get that. I think about that on a, on a spiritual level. I really get that. Because if you're bringing yourself back as a hologram or now we, we all invested in this artificial intelligence stuff where you can put your likeness inside of a, a robot or a computer program, there's one thing missing. The soul. Now, he goes on to say that the whole virtual reality thing is really demonic. And I'm not a demon. Also, what they did with the Beatles song, Free as a Bird, manipulating John Lennon's voice to have him singing from across the grave, that will never happen to me. To prevent that kind of thing from happening is another reason why I want artistic control. And Prince is one guy that had control of his music until he, he passed away. He had control of his music. He had his rights. Of course, that comes with a price when you're trying to have your, all your masters or whatever because you have bigger entities wants those catalogs, especially when you are that kind of artist, one of a kind artist, and how much money they can make off of that catalog and also get equity off of it or, or use it for collateral or loans. Now, to speak on this from the artist side, that's why it's always important to own your masters. Don't let anybody own your music because after they are done with you, 
they're going to push you out to the side. And then you wondering why your song is used in this commercial or you got somebody else singing your lyrics to a song that you made a few dollars off of. Own your masters because that way you control your career. It's like your resume, per se. I just said that. I don't know if they... <laughs> but, yes, it, it actually is your, your, your resume. You own your masters, whatever it is, art, writing, music, logos. You need to own that stuff. Because at the end of the day, they are not going to care about you. The only thing they worry about is their money. How much money they're going to get off of that. So when you are no longer with us, they can keep making money off of your name. And that's one thing that Prince did not want to happen. He did not want anybody making money off of his name. And, of course, when he passed away, family gets involved, family start. You know how it is when somebody passes away. You have family members. They feel like they, they are owed more than the other sibling or the other family member because you did this for them five years ago. Or you gave them a dollar. And so you feel like y'all entitled to something more than just uh, an album or, or a piece of land. I want it all. So then you fight about it in court, and then you get the estate, and then you got um, investors or people coming up to you saying, "Oh, I'll give you forty million dollars for this catalog," and you'd be like, "I don't even have, I ain't, I never had forty million dollars in my pocket before." Okay, sell it. Boop. Don't even think about it now. You're gonna be hearing, we're gonna be hearing Prince albums for the rest of our lives because this is some of the stuff he didn't want to happen. Some people just make music. Some people actually just do things for themselves or for their family members and don't ever want it to, to reach public. I could understand that. I could record a song. Maybe I just want to do the song and I want to, it's, it's the song that I want to keep dear to my heart and don't ever release it. You have the right to do that or anything. If you write something, if you don't want to see the day of light that is your option, and that's that's your right if you, if you want to do that. But of course, when money is involved, greed, and that's what your main focus is. That's what normally happens to your legacy. It, it's it's sad that it, it gets like that sometimes. Let me see you put your cell phones up, Minneapolis. Let's light it up tonight.
Now, if you listen to it, it was it was a uh, as a music fan, it was a good tribute. I would want somebody to do a tribute for me like that as a music fan. But if I specifically say I don't care, I've been dead twenty years. If I specifically left it and said I don't want want anybody honoring me or playing my music or doing any kind of tribute, you have to honor that. But like I said, money money talks in this country. It's it's very bad that we let money be our motivator, and it shouldn't be. That money shouldn't even be on your list. If it's if it's on your list, it should be the last thing on your list. But y'all make sure y'all go to New Mind Production. Father, I stretch my hands to the gospel place coming soon to the Valley, Alabama area. You can get your tickets there. Y'all make sure y'all check it out. It's going to be a great stage play. It's about family love and just, just going through some trials and tribulations. But there's a light at the end of the tunnel, y'all. There's a light that can get you out of this darkness. So y'all make sure you go to New Mind Production. That's N-U-M-I-N-D production.com. Get your tickets today for a great stage play. So Justin Timberlake, he, he got some flack on that. Prince's sister did come out and say that she enjoyed the performance and everybody needs to leave him alone. I agree. He did it. They had some beef previously when Prince was alive. If, in case y'all didn't know that, go back and do your research. When Sexy Back came out, that was a shot, actually a shot at Prince. But we don't have to hold grudges. That's the thing. good thing about life. You can always, we always should forgive everybody. And move on, and shouldn't hold any grudges. So that that's just just water under the bridge there. What I mentioned there, because people have thrown that up too. Where he did sexy back, and then then he gonna turn around and do the tribute. Okay, at that time he had some grudges with Prince and back and forth. But you see, he paid homage to him. He just got to move on. Somebody took my crayons from me when I was five. You think I'm still? Trying to look for that person or still badmouthing them all these years later? No. Forgive. Move on. You might not forget. But if you do forget, then hey, we all good anyway. But the topics for today, we have covered everything as far as celebrations. We had to be better under control with riding over a sporting event or anything pertaining to that. And we can't follow trends. We don't need to follow trends. We need to be unique. We are uniquely designed to be different. And we need to embrace that. That's one thing we don't do. We don't embrace it. Because we, we want to point the finger and be like, hi, she is not like me. He's not like me. You weird. Okay, well, we all are weird then because we all should be unique. Justin Timberlake, hey, you keep doing your thing. That's one thing I like about doing entertainment or radio. You're going to have your critics. You're going to have the people that like you, the people that don't like you. That's just life, really. Can't please everybody. If you felt like you you did a great job, that's all that matters. 
It doesn't matter what I say or what anybody else say because at the end of the day, you had to live with it. I like Prince. I still play his music. And this is how it is. Bob Marley just had a birthday. I did a lot of tweeting yesterday, even though I was sick and under the weather. But you know, happy birthday, Earth Strong, to Bob Marley. He left a great legacy here. His family is still spreading love and joy around the world. And he's just not known for the weed, man, okay? <laughs> I, I, that, that, I, that bothers me, too. They always, oh, he's the weed, man. He had spiritual reasons why he did that. That's him. But he is not the weed, man. You don't always have to tie him to marijuana. If you just tie him to marijuana, you're really missing who Bob Marley was and what his legacy is doing to this day on this earth if you listen to his songs very few of his songs talks about getting high but I know when people get high that's what they want to hear some Bob Marley but Bob Marley stood for peace prosperity love your brother love your sister love your neighbor help one another that's what his songs were mostly about. And to him, that's what he cared about. He didn't care about fame. He didn't care about money. Even though his legacy still lives on, and he's one of the richest musicians in this world post-life, behind Elvis and Michael Jackson and a few others. But he that wasn't his point. That's why... I, I do this right here, not for the money. I'm blessed. I don't do this for the money. If I'm doing this for the money, then I'm in the wrong business. Not saying that this doesn't pay for that. Trust me. I'm not in the wrong business. But I just don't care about money. Money doesn't define me. I'm just as important as, as the richest man on the earth. And you are too. You all are just as important as I am. You all can have a platform just like I do or just like the network does. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. We all just got to remember that. Embrace the difference. Embrace everybody being unique. Take the criticism. Learn to agree to disagree. There's no sense for you to ever get mad about what somebody has said, even though words do hurt. I'm going to say that. Words hurt. But just keep striving and keep working hard. That's all you can do.
What's the new? That's the new. Make sure y'all love each other. Embrace yourself. Embrace others. Be unique. And you don't have to celebrate over the top as far as riding and, and breaking stuff because your your team wins. And also, don't live through your children. Allow your children to grow and nourish. You nourish them to grow and make decisions on their own to follow their dreams and not live your dreams out. Feels like I'm going back. Look at me. 